Kelsey. Hello, welcome to another episode of Eat and Meet Safety. We're back! <laughs> Finally! Finally! And this is all my fault. I got COVID. Man. That sucks. <laughs> and you know how I got it? It's not because I was out doing dumb shit, being where I shouldn't be. It was because I... Um, had some girlfriends who I do love dearly and they were celebrating a birthday and they had gone out and had fun times in this awesome city and then somewhere along the way one of them got COVID and then they they came by my house and we went out for dinner at a quiet restaurant that is absolutely fabulous called Left Bank Bistro <laughs> and um then that was Saturday and then Monday they called me and said that they just uh, hadn't been feeling well and they all went and got COVID tests and one after another they were all turning up positive. And it so, sucks. yeah, it sucks. So I went right away and got a COVID test and it came up negative. And that was because I was so newly infected. They were infected before me. Yeah. So they got the symptoms which led them to take a test, which came up positive because it only comes up positive once you start getting into that symptom stage of it. Yeah. And so it can take up to a few days for you to get a positive test result. And sure enough, I got effing COVID. I still love my girls, but... Yeah, that was annoying because I had a trip to St. Lucia planned, had to cancel. Hmm. Meh. Hmm. Yes. I'm so sad. So what have you been doing while I've been uh, <laughs> quarantined and locked away from society? Uh, just, oh my gosh, just working on the house. Mario just is finding a new project every day. Is he? Guess what he's oh doing God. now. Oh no, I'm afraid to ask. <laughs> now that we, we just got fresh sod, so now the yard is actually like livable it it's, looks beautiful it's by the way so, you have to come over and see it it's, yeah it's so oh my god um but now that we have the fresh sod down the yard is beautiful so now he wants to build luna a like activity course oh that's perfect and oh he, and yeah he, he just got some pvc pipe from home depot and he's like building a custom thing for her and it's wow. so cute he was having so much fun he, he's building it actually now as we speak you know he could probably just buy one Oh, he looked, but he he's like, this is his reasoning. He's like, those are like, they start at like $30 and up. And he's like, PVC pipe is so cheap. All the like extendables are so cheap. He's like, I just want to build it myself. And he likes building things. He's a very oh, like, okay. so it's he fun enjoys for him. it. Oh my God. He's having so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. And then he can customize it to her. It's not like you have to like look for a specific size. Like, no, like he can do it to her yeah. height. And oh my God, he's having so much fun. So that's what he's doing. Well, that's doing. awesome. And he <laughs> loves doing it and that's all that matters. Yeah. I used to love doing things like that. Yeah. And now I'm like. Eh. Crafty things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I went through my soap making phase. Oh yeah. Candle making phase. Oh yeah. I did everything. Now I'm like, uh-uh, just sell me the soap. I used to love to like design my own decor. Like, I love to just, like, paint on canvas. Like, I would see something oh, online and be yeah. like, I can make that. Yep. And I would make, oh, my God, I had commissions from this, all the girls in the sorority house to, like, do things. 
That's... And now I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to do that. That's so much work. Yes. <laughs> when you're young, you are just full of this awesome energy that mm-hmm. you love doing those things. We went to, I felt like such an ass because we went to, um, I'm not going to call them friends, but we went to these people's houses <laughs> that we Is used to know. No, no, no. no. Oh, different. Uh, yeah, different. Another <laughs> crazy duo. Um, we had gone to their house and their house was decorated beautiful and it was very like flea market flippish, right? Yeah. So they show us this, like the dresser in their room and they're like, we bought this dresser. It had this kind of paint on it and we stripped it and sanded it. And then we put this crackle finish on. They're going on and on. And as I'm listening to them, I'm like, this sounds awful. And they're like, what do you think? I said, it's beautiful, but I would never have spent no. that much time and effort doing that. Why wouldn't you when just you go get buy the it? same shit on Wayfair? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. See, oh, it's man. funny because Mario will sometimes get to that level and he'll like start telling me all the things he's going to do. And I'm like, okay, you have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I want to do it. I'll sit here and watch TV while you do that. Yes. You know, I did years and years and years ago, I did an oil painting for this woman. It was of her two daughters. And I do, I used to do oil paintings. Did you know that? No. I'll show you one. I have one downstairs. oil paint. Like he. I do too. If he had time, he would be doing more of it. Yeah. I enjoy it. And so I did this painting of her two daughters. And she had a woman there from Ethan Allen who was like doing a layout of furniture for her and she had me there at the house and she had the Ethan Allen lady there at the same time Ethan Allen lady was taking measurements and my client she asked me she's like Tracy what do you think of these pillows do you think I should get these pillows for the settee in her master bedroom yeah and I said um yeah, they're nice. They're pillows. I mean, it's they're decorator pillows. Yeah. You're not actually going to use them for anything. They're they're nice. And she I said, "How much are they?" She says, "Well, they're $400 each pillow." Are you fucking serious? Yeah. <laughs> I said, "What? $400 per pillow?" I said, "Are you insane?" I said, "You know, you could probably make that for like 20." Yeah. And you know what she says? She says, I know, but I don't want to make pillows. I just want to find what I want and buy it. And I remember walking out of her house going, you're freaking crazy, lady. But now I'm like, no, I get it. I get it. I don't get $400 on a pillow. No. But I do get when you get to that point in your life. Yes. Where you're like, I have too much shit to do to be sitting here sewing fucking pillows. Yeah. I was proud that I laid sod, and that was, like, a lot for me. And that's not even a lot. It was, like, you literally throw it down, and you're done. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot for me. But it is a lot. That's a lot of hard work. It was. But then it was, like, I had my stepdad, who's a landscaper, you know, yeah. like showing me. He's, like, oh, yeah. He's What's the name down. of his landscaping business? It's um, No Limitations Lawn Service. And Where is it? based here in St. Pete. No Limitations Lawn, Lawn Service. service. Mm-hmm. So, awesome. Okay, Yeah, good. and I'm pretty sure you can Google that. He has a, my mom made him a website and everything. Did she? Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So look him up if you need landscaping. Yeah. He's great. Um, he's so nice. He's so nice. Yeah. I met him. I like Literally him. Literally delivered the sod to us. He might deliver some, because um, the way we put the sod down, it was perfect, because we don't have to edge. We, like, 
left two feet around the fence. Smart. So smart. So then we don't have to edge, and then it's easy to mow. And so he might um, get us some mulch this weekend to like put around. Yeah. Just around the fence, and it'll look so cute. Yeah, it's gonna be. He beautiful. might get us a palm tree for one corner too. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Was, it was so. Oh my god, my whole life growing up, it was things in our yard that he got from other people because they didn't want them. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We had a palm tree in the front yard that someone didn't want. He had him. He took it out, brought it home. <laughs> that's what he would do with the things in our yard. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's how we got so much stuff in our yard. <laughs> that's, so that's what that's he's going to cool. do. It's not hard. He's like, people have me remove shit all the time. Yeah. I'm sure there's someone out there that doesn't want their palm tree. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it's great. He reminds me of Jonathan. They kind of look alike. Yeah. They do. Yeah. As soon as I, I saw him. Their personalities are actually really similar, I think. Yeah. 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 I was like, when I first met him, I was like, he reminds me of Jonathan. He'll like this because he listens to the podcast. So Does he? Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I told you how Mario and I went to Sea Salt for our anniversary. Yes. Tell me about that. What did you do? How did <laughs> Tell me it all. I should Go. tell you about the night because that wasn't the plan. Uh, I just didn't do my research and I was kind of confused because I didn't realize that, okay, we wanted to go to the end of the pier to go to dinner at Teak, but I was confused. So I wanted to go to, what's the other thing? Dockfords. Not Dockfords, but the other Teak. It's like, I don't know. So like, I understand it now, but I didn't understand it then. So like the second floor is Teak, the restaurant. And then the top floor, I don't know if you've been. Yes. It's a bar. It's a bar. I didn't it's a big that. outdoor bar. I didn't realize that. And when I'm looking online to like make reservations, they're like, oh, it's just first come, first serve. I thought that was Teak below. No, you need reservations oh, for Teak. And okay. so we go, I just go and we're hoping that we can get a table. And then I realized, oh no, this is the bar. Let's go downstairs and try to get a table. Oh no, they're, they're, they're packed. If you don't reserve a table like days in advance, you're not getting one. That's like <laughs> Urban Stillhouse. You have to make a reservation six weeks ahead of time. Oh, this isn't that crazy. I made a reservation yeah. like a couple days in advance. Yeah. Uh, oh, did you go? So I went. I'll get to that. Okay. We, went, I, we, we took Mario's mom there on <gasps> Wednesday. It was so good. Okay. Um, But so we couldn't get a – we tried to get a reservation. They're like, uh, yeah, we have nothing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> There's yeah. literally nothing. Um, And we're like, oh, okay. And so I thought about – so Mario was like, "Well, how about Bacchus? Like you, you tell me that Bacchus is I so love good. That place. I love it, but we were looking. It's for not like, for dinner, right? And that's what we realized. We ended up just kind of going there and having a glass of wine. And Mario made a reservation at Sea Salt. They had a reservation open at nine. Okay. So we ended up just like walking back to Bacchus, having a drink, and then we walked to Sea Salt for our reservation at nine. So that was perfect. And we're like, oh yeah, let's just go to Sea Salt. Yeah. Because we hadn't actually eaten there like for dinner, right? Ever, right? Since that tasting. Yeah. Yeah. And. Oh my god! Now I know why it's your favorite place. I love it. It was so good. Um, I got a drink and I don't remember what it was called, but it was really good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we had like the scallops appetizer. Delish. Have amazing. Had that. So so good. Uh, and then I had the duck confit gnocchi. Oh yum! It was so good. It was yum. so good. Mario had the red snapper because he's never had red snapper. And I was like, oh, you're in Florida. You have to have red snapper. Oh, wow. Oh, I love the red snapper there. <laughs> yeah, he loved it. It was so good. And then they were so nice. The waiter was like, oh, I forgot to ask you guys if you're celebrating anything. And we're like, actually, yeah. We're like, we're celebrating our anniversary. They brought us out a free um, mousse. Oh, sweet. It was so sweet. And then they give out these giant bowls of cotton candy. I know. <laughs> yep. You it get that so at the good. end of your dinner. It's delicious. It was so good. And 
Oh my god, the moose was so good. Mario was like in heaven because <clears throat> moose is like his. It was like a dark chocolate moose. It was his. Oh my god, he was in heaven with like some salt. Oh yum! It was so good, and he was in heaven, and it was just everything was like so delicious. The service there is so amazing. Like it is. I love it. It was. It was so good. Oh my god, we were stuffed at the end. It was the so quality good. of their food is fantastic. Insane. The level of the service is top notch. Yeah. To me, it's it really is one of the best restaurants in St. Pete. Yeah. I really love it. And I know their food, and I know their food quality. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It always makes the top of my list. So that was so much fun. But then we ended up taking his mom. I made a reservation. I was like, I really want to go there. So let's just try to take his mom and his stepdad there when they're visiting us on Wednesday. And so I made a reservation, and um, – we were seated like right away. It's gorgeous. Have you been in there? No. In the dining room? Oh my God. It is crazy. It is, I mean, you're just sitting there and you're overlooking just water everywhere. The sun's setting, and we, I made the reservation at 7 15. The sun was like perfectly setting on the city. Oh, oh, you know, I guess I will have to make a reservation and go there. And the prices for me, like, so to give you an idea, the price. For me and Mario at Sea Salt was the same for the price of four of us at Teak. Like the prices, oh, so it's pretty cheap. The prices are not bad at all. Yeah, like really good, and um, the food was really good actually, like so good. The drinks were really good. We had like the the punch. It was a it was a punch. It was really good. Um, what did I have? Oh, I had the uh, grouper sandwich. That was really good. I tried his mom's fish and chips though. On another level. The best fish and chips I've ever seen or had. Really? They were like just fried in a way that was just like it literally melted like in the fish and everything just like melted in your mouth. I'm like, oh, I'm having food envy. That's so good. (laughs) It was so good. That's funny. And yeah, it was so fun. They, Oh my God, Mario's mom was in heaven. Like they were just like amazed sitting there. And it was our first time too, so it was so cool. And That's cool. You know what? Maybe we'll go there coming coming up in the next couple weeks. It was really good. Yeah, I recommend it. That's so awesome. I'm so glad. Yeah. I think the only thing that Mario just didn't like about his dish was, oh my God, what's like, now I'm blanking on the name, but it's a Spanish dish. Paella. Yes. It's like a rice. Yep. It's a rice with the seafood. Yes. And he had all that. And it's supposed to have the crust. On the bottom. Did it have the crust? No. Oh, that sucks. That, and that's he the best that part. And he knew that because that's one of his favorite dishes and that's why he ordered it. Yeah. Because he was really excited about it. And I don't know if they don't make it that way or they Most just Most restaurants it, don't. Or they made it wrong. Because he said that once he got to the bottom, it had this like weird oily base. Yeah. And he wasn't sure if maybe they made it wrong or... They, they are making it wrong, but yes. that's how they make it. Okay. That's how most restaurants make it. Yeah. Unless you go to an authentic Spanish, Spanish restaurant, restaurant, that is what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, you have to go to one of those places that have the right pans yes. to cook and it see, in. And Mario's had it right. Yeah. And so I think he was just a little disappointed that it wasn't... As authentic as it could have been. Right. But he said it was still good, though. Yeah. The thing is, too, paella usually cooks in a large pan mm-hmm. that's very shallow, but they make massive batches of it. Mm-hmm. Restaurants are trying to, like, 
they're not going to make a massive batch with that crusty bottom. No. Because what are the odds that they're going to sell out of that? Or most of it's going to end up in the garbage. Yeah. Because you can't let it just sit around waiting for people no. to order it. It'll be gross. So they just have to make the best version that they can. Mm-hmm. So that's why I never get paella out. Yeah. Because usually what it is is they just have a big pot of rice sitting somewhere. And then they 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 quick saute all the toppings. Yep. And then just dump it on top. Yeah. It was still good. But yeah. I definitely think, yeah, he was just a little disappointed on that. But yeah. other than that, it was really good. Yeah, well, you know what? I'll have to give that a try. Yeah. I'll have to add it to our list. They had like this. I didn't order anything because I'm not on my diet currently. Um, but they <laughs> had like literally a giant section for like light fares. So if you're trying to eat healthy, honestly, this is oh. a good spot. Um, they had like six dishes of like the light fares. Like it was a lot to choose from for like a bit healthier section. Yeah. I was kind of impressed with that even though I didn't get that. But <laughs> it's good to know if we're yeah. on a diet and we're like, let's eat out, but let's try to eat a little healthy, you know? Yes. <laughs> well, that's what I'm trying to do. Yes. Is now I haven't eaten out in weeks. Yeah. Um, we've been ordering. We've ordered a few times from Grubhub and had our food delivered. But we ordered oh, from. Oh, I do that all the time. Yeah. Oh, I don't. <laughs> but we've ordered um, every time we've ordered um, from Old Southeast Market. Yeah. And we've got the bowls, the pokey bowls. Ugh. They're perfect because they're so fr- extremely fresh. If and you who want showed a you that? Fr- my dear friend Kelsey. <laughs> they those pokey bowls are the so freshest fresh. ever. I was telling them that too when I was there today. I was she was like. Have you been here before? I was like, oh, yeah, you guys are my favorite. And she's like, oh, good. I was like, yeah, you guys are just, it's so fresh. It's so it's easy. So it's so fresh. fast. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. And I love their choice of toppings. Yeah, I me think too. it's just, those bowls are perfection. And they yeah. didn't have any mango today. They were oh, out they didn't? of mango. I don't get mango. So, oh, I love mango because I like just a little bit of the cool, citrusy. Yeah. Something. I like a little bit of acid. Yeah. So, um, She's like, well, we don't have any mango. She said, but we have pineapple. I was like, all right, just put a little scoop on there. That in case, in case I don't like it, I'm not committed. Yeah, you can take it out then. Yeah. And so uh, when I got home, I, we started eating it. And Jonathan's like, this is the best version ever that you've gotten. I was like, damn, it's that pineapple. It was oh, so good. Nice. Yeah, it was good. See, the sweet citrus thing doesn't do it for me. I just love the, like, I can't do it without... I remember one day they were out of edamame, and I can't do it without edamame. Oh, okay. I like the edamame and the corn. Like, yeah. I love just, like, that crunch and that, yes. like, oh. I remember one day they were like, we're out of edamame. Can you, do you want to wait? Or um, or I even was like, can you make some? Because <laughs> I don't think they said that. They, I was like, I, I don't mind waiting. Like, I can't do it without the edamame. <laughs> like, <laughs> so they were like, oh, okay, we can make some if you want to wait. <laughs> Oh, okay. No, I don't put edamame on mine. I do the corn mm-hmm. and fresh jalapenos. And oh, I the, can't do that. The garlic crunch. Yeah. Oh, I get that too. Yeah. And the, is it called furikake? Oh, I don't know. F-U, I think it's called, F spelled F-U-R-I-K-A-K-E. And it comes in a big shaker. Oh, okay. And it's got dried little bit of seaweed, sesame oh, yeah. seeds. Oh, and they just shake that on there. Yeah. Oh my god, that thing! And I get the garlic ponzu sauce. I always get the so spicy good. mayo. So good. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that vinegary. 
mm-hmm. ponzu sauce. Delish. Our bowls are so different. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I always get the spicy tuna. So good. I never get the spicy tuna. Oh, it's good. I get the salmon and shrimp or the ahi tuna and shrimp. Mm-hmm. I always get, I'll get double spicy tuna and um, avocado. I can't do without avocado. Ooh, I either. get the avocado too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't do without avocado. Sesame so, seeds. Old Southeast Market mm-hmm. is located 1700 Third Street South. Yes. So that's exactly where it is. So if you're going along Third Street South, and you're going toward like USF, mm-hmm. St. Pete, it's going to be on the left-hand side of the road as soon as you go over that little bridge. Well, that's easy too because it's in the Old Southeast yeah. neighborhood. Yep. And it's called Old Southeast Market. I love that place. Yes. I just think that's such a hidden gem. Yes. I'm me so too. glad you brought me right? there. Right? Isn't it? So glad. Because it's so fun. Because if you don't like Poke Bowls, yeah. guess what? Their sandwiches are fucking amazing too. Mario... He does. He's not a big fan of poke bowls. He yeah. loves sushi, but he just doesn't like it. The idea of it being in a bowl. Yeah. He was just telling me that today. I was like, you don't want to try. He's like, Mm-mm. <laughs> but he loves their. They have the best sandwiches. Yeah. He loves the. They have a great Cuban. He gets that every time. I saw the Cuban. Mm-hmm. I saw the Italian today, mm-hmm. and the sandwich called the Rachel. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I've never had, had it. it. I've either. never had any of their sandwiches because I'm oh, just I too have. obsessed with their bowls. I know, right? I started going there. Because a neighbor told me about it, and they were like, oh, they have the best sandwiches. So the first time we went there, we had their sandwiches. I was like, oh, these are so good. But then one day, I was like, I want to try their Poke Bowl. They're like, I really want to try it. Tried it, and I'm like, I can't get a sandwich down. That's me. I can't get a sandwich. Even though the sandwiches are so good, but it's like when I'm there, I'm like, I need the Poke Bowl. Yeah. I can't live without this Poke Bowl. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not a big bread person, which is kind of funny because I just started baking breads. Yeah. The other day, (laughs) I baked three baguette rolls. Oh, my God. They were awesome. They are super crusty on the outside, and they're shaped just like a baguette. They're tapered on the ends, mm-hmm. and they're really crusty on the outside. I make my own dough from scratch, yeah. and oh I knead, so and I let it rise. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And then as soon as I bake it, I've Jonathan, never made bread in my life. That was my first time making bread. <laughs> I've never made bread Jonathan before. Likes it though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm? What's gotten into me? The Great British Baking Show. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm hooked on that damn thing. I've watched every single season. <laughs> every one. You gotta watch. I did. I don't like it. Zumbo. I don't like Zumbo. I tried. I tried. I loved it. I didn't like it. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I don't know it. why, but yeah. No, I love the British Baking Is Show. Too weird no, for you? I love Australia. <laughs> Great British British Baking Show's British. True. Similar accent. Yeah. <laughs> Get them mixed up sometimes. Right. <laughs> no, I love that show. I don't know why. I don't know, but I love it. <laughs> so anyway, so I started baking breads, and I made traditional British scones the other night, and I made blueberry jam from scratch. Wow. I'll let you try it. I okay. still have some in my fridge. Yes. And I bought some clotted cream, so we did scones and cream and biscuits. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So, when you brought me to Old Southeast Market, mm-hmm. you also brought me to Lassing Park, which is a good segue. Into our topic it's not today. a coincidence. <laughs> segue into our topic today, which is things to do with your dog in St. Pete. 
Yes. There's so much going on in this city for dogs. And I love it. And I absolutely love that I can leash up Maddie, go on a little walk, and go to Publix. And she's allowed to walk around the grocery store with me. Yes. And I don't bring her to restaurants for me only because she um, will be super annoying and will paw at me for food. And she's only 18 pounds, so she's not a big dog. Yeah. But she's super cute, and she's super irresistible, and I'd rather not have to worry about I her know. while I'm having dinner. But there are a lot of restaurants here that you can bring your dogs and to. And sit outside. Yes. And, oh, my God, it's like I'll, when we used to walk downtown, like, we would sit outside, or we would walk by people sitting outside, and you'd just see all these dogs. Yeah. Even when you're not downtown, I've noticed some restaurants that just have outdoor seating. Like I went to Tripp's Diner on Martin Luther. I love that place. Yeah. Oh, my God. And they have a huge section of outdoor seating. Yeah. There was a dog. Yeah. (laughs) You're allowed to bring your dog everywhere here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. And it's like even – it's not even downtown. It's just even just around St. Pete. People are just so dog-friendly. Yeah. It's great. Um, I lived downtown, though, for two weeks before we got a dog. Yeah. you just see so many. Oh There's my God. so many dogs. I remember moving to our house down here, and I would look out the window, and I would yell at Mari. I just saw 20 dogs walk by. <laughs> <laughs> there are dogs everywhere. It's yeah. just such a dog city. It's so fun. I love yeah. it. I know. I absolutely love it. Yeah. So you brought me to Lassing Park, which is a great park. I feel that like... That not a lot of people go to. It's a cute hidden gem, and I feel like it's so perfect... For dogs this is located like just off the coast of the south old southeast neighborhood it's near yep um, it's near tropical shores yes that neighborhood and it's just so perfect for dogs because well technically i mean i view it as a dog beach but technically it is a park that's why dogs are allowed there because if you if you you know if you have a dog here you know that you can't just bring your dog out to the beach. There are specific right. beaches that allow dogs, but most beaches won't allow you to bring your dog. And so this place is great because it's technically a park, so dogs are allowed. They're supposed to be leashed, but I feel like it's just kind of like a thing there that if your dog's well behaved, that no one's gonna say anything to you. There's no one monitoring the park, so like right. if your dog's well behaved, no one cares if they're off leash, and so it's great. It's wonderful. That's where we taught Luna to swim because it's so – it's shallow for like half a mile out. Yeah. And so there's no big waves and it's just so perfect for your dog to frolic through. (laughs) That's really cool. I didn't know that's where you taught her to swim. Yeah, because she was scared of the water and she was scared of both my dad and my grandma's pool. And – but I know she's a natural swimmer because, you know, those dogs are just natural swimmers. And so uh, I was like, we're going to teach her to like to swim. <laughs> yeah. Because we like to swim. And uh, so we brought her there. Another neighbor told us about that spot because they would bring their husky there. Um, they would bike down there from downtown with their husky and then let their husky just kind of run through the water. And must have loved it. Yeah. And so we finally took her there, and she wasn't scared because it was so shallow. There's no waves. Yeah. She was perfect. She just kind of followed us in, and it was so cute. And there's this cute – I don't know if you saw when you were there. There's, like, a – it's shallow, but it'll get to maybe, like, I don't know, like your mid-thigh at some places, and then your angles in other places. There's like a sandbar yeah, that you can Yeah, you can, can see it. Yeah. yeah, and I've seen people walk. I kind of want to walk out there with Luna one day 
and just kind of walk it because I thought that would be fun and it's just so cute. Yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. My favorite part of that park though is that house where you could buy the smoke oh my fish God. dip. How awesome is that? Oh my God, you and I did that that one day. I forgot. I know. And then I said to Kelsey, we should video this. So she sets up her video camera or on her phone and uh, the old Amish lady comes walking out and I'm like, put it away, put it away. I know, I'm like, I She might be offended. I, know, I didn't want to offend her. That we're like sneaking video of her. I know. I didn't I want didn't... to offend her. She was such a nice old lady. I so and I was like, just was put nice it away. And the too. Like, yeah. so nice. And you just pay with cash. Best. $12. Best um, fish spread. Oh, yeah. It was ever. delicious. It was really good. Yep. So good. So random. <laughs> it is random. So it's an old two-story Victorian house. And it has a, a circle drive. And there's a sign out front that says smoked fish dip and then with their phone number. So all you do is pull into the loop of their driveway, and this phone is the number. on that street that uh-huh. faces Lassing Park. Like, yes. It's on that street. Yep. So the front of their house is looking at the water. Mm-hmm. And you just pull in the driveway, call that number on the sign, and I think his name was David? Oh, I didn't get his name. I think it was David. I don't remember exactly, but anyway... Um, uh I just he answered and I was like hi this is Tracy I'm out front can I get some fish dip <laughs> right because we pull up and we're like what do we do what do we do <laughs> we don't know what to do and then um he's like sure do you want salmon or mullet so we did I th- salmon I think you and I both got salmon we both got salmon yeah. and I think it was like 12 dollars for a uh, one pound tub of it I think. and like I had that tub forever we had to throw it away. Our fish went, like, there was no way we are going to eat that it much fish. It was a lot. It's a lot of fish spread. It's 100% worth the $12. Oh, my God. When you start, you know what? It is, he packs it full. It is, like, pressed down, yeah. packed full. When you turn that out onto a, onto a plate, it's like, Jesus. Yeah, so I, much. You'll never eat that all. No. So anyway, but you know, next time we have a dinner party, I'm totally going there. Yes. And that would be great because you could put a bunch of it out and people can really dig into it. Yes. Yeah. That was really cheap. Really cheap. And there's also Mastery's um, seafood market down there that I want to check out. Oh, yeah. Have you been down there? No. No, I haven't either. I want to try that. Yeah. Because right now we're driving to Gulfport to buy our seafood. (laughs) (laughs) I would rather. Well, you know what? We bought seafood the last few times from Publix and mm-hmm. we've had to return it because it was bad no yeah oh no we got uh s- I think it was uh scallops or shrimp I can't remember I think it was scallops it how was did scallops you, how do you know when it's bad it you'll know the it smell. smell it smells foul it smells how like ammonia that to you it smells like ammonia how are they getting that right? to you do you know what I'm talking about ammonia yeah yeah it smelled disgusting, and Jonathan brought it back. <clears throat> yeah, it was scallops, and uh, and then one time we got the red snapper from there, and it was so sticky that when I put my hand, I picked up the fillet, and I was going to rinse it off and then pat it dry before I seasoned it. It was like leaving like the sticky glue strings between my hand and the fish when I sat the fish down. Like these strings of clear gluey stuff. I'm like, that's disgusting. Ew. Oh my God. And I was like, you know what? We live in Florida. Why am I not buying my food from a a fishmonger? Yeah. 
Yeah. So we ended up going to, uh, we found this place in Gulfport on uh, like. 9th that we love. I can't wait to take you there. Are you You'll talking about, not the one in Gulfport, but the one you want to go to? Is it off of 4th? Yes. It's that one you see that's like yes. seafood. Oh my yes. God, I wanted to try that. Yeah, me too. Because I was just thinking of it. I was like, oh yeah, there's that one right there. Oh, that's, that's the one you're talking about. That's yes. what I'm talking about. I that's try Mastery's. That one. Yeah, maybe we could stop in there this weekend. Yeah. I would love to. I know, that sounds We'll fun. have to find their hours. Maybe we can go get something. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so right now we're driving, well, Jonathan's driving to Gulfport to the little um, seafood market there. But that place is the Good. shit. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. I've never in my life seen a seafood market like that. Nice. I mean, it, that stuff is fresh and they get stuff flown in or shipped in or whatever in. Do they have, do the they time. fish here too? Or yes. Cool. Yeah. A lot of fresh local caught fish. But then they do have things that are imported. That are imported yeah. as well. Yeah. That you can't get here or it's not the season for it or yeah. whatever their story is. Right. Um, yeah. Absolutely love it. Nice. So we'll have to try that. But yeah. Back to dogs. Back to dogs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's like a little hidden gem. I feel like that's like the perfect, just chill. It it's never like busy. Never. The There's only hardly time, anybody. The there. only time you know what's funny that I saw it busy was when I first went there, and that's when all the beaches were shut down from COVID. Oh yeah. And everyone is flocking there because that's not a beach. <laughs> right. Right. Technically, it's a it is park, but it's on the water. So. I, it was flooded, and then it's never been flooded since. Yeah, I've never seen it busy. Anytime we've gone there, it's been just. I'm a sure the people, people that live there were like, "Oh my god, this is turning into a crazy area now that all the beaches are shut down." Because I'm sure they love it and yeah. how quiet it is, and just sort. And it's huge. Like, it is huge. This spans like blocks. I'm really surprised they don't have events there. I know because it's such a nice space. Yeah, remember when they used to have Rib Fest downtown here? Yeah. Ribfest is no longer. That makes me so sad. I know. They could use Lassing Park, do Ribfest there. I would totally go to Ribfest right? there. And that'd be so fun, like through the grass and then you're like on the water. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be perfect. I know. So that's a great place to bring your dog. Where do you yes. bring uh, Luna to get groomed? So she doesn't need grooming, but yours do. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she needs just, a bath. Oh, we bather. Oh, oh no, I'm not bathing the dogs. We bathe, but I only have one, you have two, so. Yeah, my two little ones are smaller at, together than your one big one. I know, but it's at It's least, the wet hair, I don't like. you can't do it like. together, though. Like, you have to do it separate, so that's yeah. too bad. Yeah. You know, so It's that's... hard for us to dry them. Our problem isn't they bathing the dogs. And Luna doesn't have long hair. It's easy to bathe her. Yeah. And guess what? I only need to bathe her, like, every two months. Yeah, we send ours to the groomer. I, they go every six weeks. Now, they don't get their hair cut or trimmed. Yeah. You leave their hair alone on the King Charles Spaniels. Really? That's, yeah. a, that's a thing? Yeah, you like, just leave them their hair the way reason? they is. It's because their hair grows in a certain style, like Thatcher. You see Thatcher? It's, it has, He's it's got like that wavy. long, wavy hair. Yes. Yeah. And so you don't cut it. Now, we do cut his ears because... Um, the hair on his ears. So I don't want people to think I'm cutting his actual ears. <laughs> we cut the hair on his ears because his hair on his ears grows so long that literally when he walks, his ear hair will drag on the floor. <laughs> it will, you see, his head is, is like, you know, 
maybe 18 inches high off the ground. Yeah. His ears will drag all the way to the ground. That's hilarious. I have some pictures of him with those long ears. So you do trim Oh, I those. can't wait to show you. We do cut the ears. Do you do that or the groomers do that? The groomer does yeah. it. He gives them a little bob. Cute. So it looks like the little, that's oh why he God. has that little bob. That's I so call it a bob. Cute. I don't know what else no, to call it. No, it's cute. Um, and we do that. And Nora, and I never cut his ears before. I just started doing that. Do you that. take them to Banfield or do you take them somewhere no, else? No, I take them to Dandies. Have you ever been to no, Dandies? It's, I think it's on First Avenue South or First Avenue North. Mm-hmm. One or the other. I don't know. I think it's First Ave South. It's not far. It's really close to here. And um, it's like less than a mile from our house. Yeah. And we bring them there. And so they get a bath every six weeks. And um, we do a, um, I do have them trim underneath their paw pads. Oh, yeah. Because their hair between the paw pads gets long. Yeah. So we can't, we cut that. Yeah, Luna's wouldn't, but. Theirs gets really long, so we cut it. And you know when Thatcher is ready for a grooming, when he walks, his paws slide out from side to side. So we have to get that all trimmed down. And then I like to get his belly trimmed up. Yeah. So it just, like, it's sanitary for him. Yeah. That's the only thing we do to them. So we bring them to Dandies. They get that done every six weeks. Um, And you like them? They do a great job. They're expensive, though. Oh, God. They're expensive. (laughs) I think we pay... And see, I just like... And you know, Luna, she's scared to go to the vet. And she just... And you know, she's scared of strangers, too. That's why she kind of is aggressive. And so, it's just easier to bail her home. Where did you get her from? Um, (laughs) So, it was... I stumbled upon... We decided on the Malinois. But then I found this site. It's called Hoobly. Have you heard of it? Never. I hadn't either before I stumbled on it. I think I was looking for breeders and I literally was falling down the rabbit hole because I was just laid off and I was like, I need a dog. <laughs> and that's all I had to do all day. <laughs> People don't listen to that logic. <laughs> I have no job and no income. I need a dog. They're so damn expensive. Well, the thing is, is that... I was planning on getting a job. I was, this is what I did with half my day. Half the day was looking for a dog. The other half the day was looking for a job. So I knew I was getting a job (laughs) and I had a lot of savings that we were comfortable like paying for stuff. And then I can't, like, I won't ever just jump into a decision. I I actually did a whole spreadsheet. I'm like, babe, we can do this (laughs) because I was the one that decided. You do that? Yeah. Oh, you're a good girl. (laughs) I don't do things like that. I jump. Think about it later. I mean, looking back though, that those expenses were nothing compared to what we ended up paying, of course, you know, because things just pop up. It's like having a fucking Constantly. child. It's a child. Yeah. It's like a child because things pop up. You're like, oh shit, got to take them in, like, you know, to the vet. Um, so I stumbled upon the site called Hoobly and found a couple Malinois on there. And this one, you know, was obviously advertised as half Malinois, half German Shepherd. And... Um, so she was one of the ones that I, like, inquired about on this site. I don't even know what you do on this site, but you, like, inquired. Or I think I sent, like, a message or something. And she was the only one that really got back to me, like, right away. And she was like, yeah, I actually, um, all the other puppies are sold. This one we actually wanted to keep for ourselves. But she, so she had the dad Malinois. And her trainer had the German Shepherd mom. Oh. It wasn't planned. 
she yeah. just took her Malinois to get trained and they got together. And then the trainer called her and said, you're having puppies. <laughs> oh, my God. And um, so the mom was a white German Shepherd, though, like so pretty. But, of course, all the babies turned out to look like full. I mean, she doesn't look German Shepherd at all. She looks full Malinois. And um, but she decided not to keep it because her Malinois was level two protection trained. Like, already a big responsibility. And then they just got a uh, Mastiff Puffy. Oh. That was four months old. And they were like, you know what? And they had, like, three kids. And they were like, you know what? Maybe we don't need another puppy. (laughs) Yeah. And so they were going to keep her. And then they were like, you know what? Maybe we should sell this one to you. And that's how I just stumbled up. I just happened to stumble upon that one post that she made for that one for Luna. And she was actually calling her Athena. Oh, okay. And we decided on Luna because Luna was on our list. And then we found out her mom's name was Luna. Oh, cool. Because she was a white German Shepherd. Yeah. And we're like, oh, it's Luna. That's what we're calling her. Yeah. <laughs> and so we got the last puppy. Oh. And funny story, I actually know where most of the siblings are. Oh, really? I found... How many were in her litter? Six. She was wow. one of six. And I stumbled upon this Facebook page for for Mountain West. People post all the time in it. Yeah. And just share their stories and experiences and stuff like that. And... I found her brother, the owner of her brother. His name is Kay. We, like, discovered it because we were – she – I think I commented on her post. I was like, oh, look at my Luna because she was like, show off your babies or whatever. You know, yeah. those Facebook groups are so fun. And I p- posted a picture of Luna and she was like, wow, like, she looks just like chaos. And I was like, yeah, like, we just got her. She's our quarantine puppy, blah, blah, blah. And she was like – Where'd you get her? I'm like, oh, we actually got her from, like, a breeder in Brooksville. And she's like, I got mine from a breeder in Brooksville. <laughs> and we found out they're from the same litter. Oh, no way. And so she named him Cass. Guess how much he weighs? How much? 85 pounds. Oh, crinkly size. 25 pounds more than Luna. Wow. I yeah, was like, I'm so happy we got a female. <laughs> yeah. Brinkley was 85 pounds. Yeah. And then. Big boy. I didn't even tell you the craziest story. So Mario has a picture of her on his desk at work. And, you know, he sees people all day. He works at the tax collector's office. And so he gets customers in all day long. He gets this guy. And the guy sees the photograph of Luna. He's like, oh, is that a German Shepherd or a Malinois? He's like, actually, she's half and half. He goes, oh, I have one that's half and half. Oh, no. And, like, that's rare. Like, I mean, that's it's not like you're seeing that, yeah. you know, everywhere. And... He was like, you didn't get her in Brooksville, did you? And Mario's not from here, so he couldn't remember where we got her. He just remembered that it was near Wikiwachi. And he was like, I can't remember. Is that near Wikiwachi? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, yeah, she's a year old, right? And Mario's like, yeah, she just turned a year. He has her sister. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's so weird. It was so crazy. And so he gave his number to Mario. We might do a meetup. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. She would love that. I know. <laughs> so, and I've seen pictures. They all look the same. They all look the exact same. They all look like twins. <laughs> wow. So funny. But yeah, long story short. Short story long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, that's where we got her. Um, but you were talking about how much you were paying for your groomer. Yeah, I think it's like $200. Oh, my God. Yeah. This is why I bathe her at home. <laughs> and I would stress her out. Like, she would rather me bathe her myself. <laughs> and I don't have two, so it's, it's not like much. it's a chore. Like, we do it every two months, and it's, I mean, it'll be like 
after she goes in my grandma's pool too like just right. to get the chlorine well that will like oh like let's just give her a bath now you know it's just one of those like spur of the moments like oh it's been a while let's just it's not like you know we have to do it so often that it's like oh gotta give her a bath again you know <laughs> yes also she's dark so you don't see all the dirt on her no and to me it's so crazy she doesn't ever feel dirty ever I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's I mom. know what it is. I don't know. It's mom syndrome. It's because she's brown and black. <laughs> Me. And you don't see the dirt. Because we had Brinkley, the 85-pound golden doodle, who was pure white and like a polar see bear. His dirt. And you see how filthy he gets. <laughs> just from and Brinkley doesn't go to the park and run. Brinkley never went to the park to run. Brinkley was a city walking dog with Jonathan. So, so busy. Yeah. <laughs> Luna kind of wants to do that. And he he would come home from the groomer and he would be snow white. So pristine. And so beautiful. And he'd have a blowout. So (laughs) we'd blow his hair out straight. It was so cute. Oh my God, straight. (laughs) So cute. So cute. And it would stick straight out. And he literally looked like a polar bear because he looked like he was a 300 pound dog. Would you like? But he was only 85 pounds, but it was the hair because he had curly hair. Yes. But we would have them pull it out straight. Oh my God. Would you just like I have sniff pictures him for of days? It. Oh yeah. But it didn't take, it would take him a day and his paws were black. Oh yeah. So you think Luna's clean and doesn't need it? She's not. I don't know what it is though. It's like she doesn't ever smell to me. I no, frankly smell. never smelled. Do you smell your dog? I, I like smell my dogs all the time. All day. They smell amazing. All day. My dogs smell delicious. Same. When we go downstairs, you'll smell Maddie. She smells amazing. Oh my God, I'll smell my dog all day. We're so weird. <laughs> well, it's like people smell their babies. She is now. Because they smell so good. Yeah. Now I think about it, I guess, yeah, I'm lucky. I have a dark dog. You have a dark dog. That's all it is. <laughs> because Maddie and Thatcher never smell. Yeah. You know, the only time they'll smell weird is if they go out and it's been raining and yeah, they get rained dog. on. Then you get that wet dog smell. But yep. Maddie and Thatcher smell beautiful. They smell like the the shampoo and stuff the groomer uses yes. on them. But And Maddie, does, you would never see any dirt on Maddie except if you look at the bottom of her paws. But we give her a little wipe down. But when you have white dogs, oh, yeah, yeah. You see the dirt. Yeah. Yeah. So you have a beach you like to take them to in Tampa, right? No. We've taken them to a beach in Tampa. Oh, just once, but you don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. And actually, we don't like bringing our dogs to public beaches. Yeah. And we actually don't like bringing our dogs to dog parks. I don't either. Yeah, I don't. And that's only because um, Thatcher is a great dog and he's as gentle as can be. But when it comes to other dogs that want to run up to him, he starts to growl. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to put him in those stressful in situations yeah. where it stresses him out. Thatcher would never bite any dog. He would never bite a human being. Yeah. But he doesn't like dogs randomly walking up to him. Yeah. Um, and Maddie is not fixed. Oh, yes, you said that. And right. that's scary. Yeah, you don't want yeah. to take her there. So the last thing I want is for her to get humped at the beach. Exactly. Yeah. And the last thing she wants is to be humped. That's one thing she does not enjoy. She does not like when dogs right. try to hump her. Like a couple times. Oh, and like, Luna doesn't either. She's learned to get her voice now. Yes. Has Maddie, Maddie has her voice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, get she the fuck off. She does not like it. We had uh, some friends of ours have a dog. It's a half 
poodle half something I don't even know what it is they've told me so many times and I can't remember <laughs> but um this dog is so ill-behaved oh God. he's like a little psycho and when you go to their house that he like freaking barks and jumps all over you and scratches the shit out of you and he's super irritating and when he first met Maddie he tried to hump her and she grabbed him by the side of his neck Yes. And she flipped him over on his back. No. Yeah. And then Maddie, little tiny Madeline. Good for Maddie, and she though. she growled and bit his ear. Good for and, Maddie, though. Yeah. Because, like, honestly, She though, does not like it. And sometimes, like, when Thatcher and her play and it starts to get rough when, the, when they play with a toy... He will try to pin her down and try to hump her, even though he's fixed. Because it's like a control thing. Yes. And when he tries... She will wriggle out from underneath him. She'll jump on his back. She'll bite the back of his neck. LOL. She will rip oh him to pieces. Oh my god! Like get the fuck up! Yeah, <laughs> she goes psycho when when dogs try to hump her. So it's like I just don't want to bring. You them. would think Luna would do that. It took her a long time though. It's funny. She's a you know she doesn't like new people, and so she's aggressive with people. But she's so submissive with other dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time little Thatcher growled at her? Yes, she's yeah. She was like, uh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, she's like, I don't know what it is. She just, it took her a little bit to find her voice. And in the beginning, we took her to the dog park a lot and to dog beaches. And I can go over like some of my favorites. We just don't like taking her there anymore either because there's just the thing with Luna is that like. I feel like when there's too many dogs, yeah, it stresses her out. Yeah, one on one dog time, even like one on two dogs, she's great, wonderful. Yeah. Except treats, we learned that the hard way. Yeah, that <laughs> sucked. Um, and now I know it's yeah. so funny because I I forgot to tell you I tested that with Daisy when Daisy was over. I think it was just the fact that she was a new dog in her house and she just didn't know like how to react and so she just freaked and those are like her favorite treats because she was fine with Daisy. Yeah. I think it was just a new dog. Like she doesn't, she hasn't spent a whole lot of time with Maddie. Right. Um, but yeah, one, one on one time. But other than that, she loves Maddie. Like yeah. I think it was just treats. We just know not to do treats if they're ever together. Yeah. And so, um, other than that, though, she's great with other dogs. I think just if there's too many dogs, she, like, doesn't know what to do. It's overstimulation for yes. them, and I'm not a big fan. And we've brought them to the different beaches a few times. We've tried to do it. It's just... There's the too many variables. Too, there, yeah, there's too many people not paying attention to their dogs. That, I was going to say That's the that. problem. It's so fucking frustrating. Yeah. Because one time we had a really bad... To where, like, we're like, we're, we're not going to take her to the dog park anymore. Where this one guy... It was this little oversized chihuahua looking thing like this thing was smaller than luna but it was a boy dog and it was like trying to it was irritating the shit out of her it wouldn't leave her alone it kept trying to like it wasn't even like it's this little it's like yeah this big yeah not even that big maybe like 10 pounds right and it's trying more than that actually i think it was like 15 pounds and like but it's following luna around like irritating the shit out of her like trying to bite yeah. her neck trying to actually fucking hump her yeah this little thing and this guy's on his phone, like, not paying attention. We keep moving. Vinoy, the Vinoy dog park is huge. We're moving around the whole thing, and this little shit keeps following us around. And finally, this guy notices that his dog's being a little shit, and he keeps trying to grab him. Well, one time, he's, like, literally on top of Luna, and 
I see it happening where this guy is stepping like literally on top of Mario and it's like the second you do that Luna's gonna free because she gets into protective mode you're stepping literally into Mario to grab your stupid dog and I saw her like flip a switch and I knew to grab her because she was gonna attack him because he literally was on top of Mario not paying attention he doesn't see what's happening with Luna because he's trying to get a stupid dog but after that, I was like, all right, there's too many stupid fucking people here. There's too many people not paying attention. And I'm super sensitive about my dogs. And yep, my dogs are King Charles Spaniels. They are not vicious dogs. They're little They're not going to attack angels. anybody. They are little babies that just want to walk by my side. And yeah, that's pretty much all they want to do. They don't want other dogs coming up dogs. to him. Yeah, exactly. They're companion dogs. They don't want other dogs coming up to them, you know, and they don't growl and get nasty with other dogs, Mm -hmm. but they get scared and they get worried. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I just don't want to put them in that situation where they're not comfortable. But I do love the Vinoy Park in general, though. And it's funny, we'll actually go to, when I say we take Luna to the park... We actually take her, take her to that baseball field next door. Oh, yeah. Yep. And because... It's, it's fenced in. It's fenced in, but the gates are always, yeah, like, unlocked. Yeah. Anyone can go in there. It says not to have dogs, but we actually started going in there because I've seen dogs in there before, and it's a great spot to train your dog. I feel like it's... I feel like the people that go in there to pick up their shit, like, they're not leaving dog shit anywhere, so no one's complained yet. That's the other thing. When I go to dog parks... People don't pick up the shit. No. It's like fucking landmine after a landmine. Yes. And it's like, you know what? This is not where I want to be. No. And we went through this phase when Maddie was a puppy where she was eating dog shit. Oh, yeah. And then I watched an episode of Caesar Milan and he said that you should, if your dog eats shit, that you should start giving the dog bananas to eat. Oh. So I started giving her bananas and she's never away. eaten dog shit since. Oh, that's so funny. I couldn't believe it. So, you know, one thing I want to talk about about uh, with dogs downtown is have you – I want to ask you if you have been to Petworks. Have you been there? Do you know what no. it is? It is a new pet store and they have all – Oh, that's by – It's right across from Tipsy Mermaid. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, they have got – I bet the woman that owns it. Actually, it was at Tipsy Mermaid is where I met her. She had her little dog there in a stroller. What a cute little dog he was. Um, And uh, she and I just started chatting. And she owns that store across the way. And she was a really nice lady. And you've been in there? You like it? I haven't been in there. Yeah. I do like it. Um, She was a really cool woman. She was really nice. She had lots of great advice um, for Maddie and Thatcher. and. I really enjoyed her, and she wasn't one of those people who's giving you idiotic, unwanted advice. Yeah. She's actually a professional who is just uh, full of information if you want to ask the questions. Right. She's not just like... She's not one of those, what kind of food do you give your dog? Right. Oh, I give her this. Oh, you know, that's the worst food possible. Let me tell you what you should be doing. Or you're not training your dog right or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, she was super nice. If you had any questions, she was super happy to answer them. And I just really enjoyed her. Yeah. So I need to get over to her shop. I might stop over there tomorrow because we're having an issue with Thatcher. Uh, King Charles Spaniels have heart murmurs. Yeah. And they all have them. 
it's just to what degree. Yeah. And right now Thatcher's at a high degree. So he's having a lot of health issues. He's he's on two different heart medications. And um, we're actually adding a second one. He's got an Alipril right now, which is like kind of for blood pressure. And now he's starting another heart medication. And we're hoping that that gets rid of this sinus thing that's going on. Yeah. He's got a really dry, dry, cracked nose. Yeah, when we go downstairs, take a look at his little okay. nose. And so we have to keep putting stuff on his nose to keep it, like, for him. Yeah, but it's like, it's so bad. So his vet told me, you know, put coconut oil, which is what we've been doing. Yeah. Um, he's like, put Vaseline oh, on at it. At least you can like get a ton of that. Like, you can get that in like. Three. I've got a big, giant, massive jar of it. Yeah. But you know, the only thing is, it's really hard to get on there. I feel like his nose needs like deep moisture. Now, I did spend $10 on a small bottle of Burt's Bees nose balm. Aww. What crap. Oh, no. It does not work. Oh. If you ever see that, save your money. <laughs> anyway. He gets better. He starts Me too. I'm so worried about him. I know. He's such a sweet boy. You mentioned Petworks, though. I think I told you about Wolfgang on 4th. You like that place. Did you go? No. Oh, my God. We brought our dogs there for grooming. They did the worst job ever. Oh, see, I didn't go for grooming. I just like the shop. I haven't been in the shop. The shop is so Is it cute? Cute. But I did meet the couple or the man that owns that he was at a table, like for a, um, like a sidewalk event. Yeah, and he was at his little table giving out cookies for and the, stuff for, like for the Wolfgang. dogs. Yeah. yeah, and it looked amazing. And I told him you were just there and bought Luna the birthday cake. Yes. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh well, yes. blah blah blah. Okay. You know, we chatted I about got the Luna cake too. Yeah, for her. I just had that in the freezer. And then I just love their little. They have this giant table of just all these different treats that were so cute. And you could just make your own bags of treats. Of, yeah. And there's just so many so cute. I just I just thought that place was so adorable. I d- I didn't go for grooming so." Because I just don't get my dog groomed, but right. um, but the little shop was really cute. But those are the little shops we like, though. And yep. I do like the Vinoy Dog Park. Again, we we're just not dog park people, but we're it is. Either. I think it is a nice dog park. And um, I've noticed they upkeep it really well. Like I remember there was some. It's di- beautiful. There were some dirt holes that you know would turn into like mud pits for the dogs. And I remember it took maybe like a week or two for them to like put more mulch down and cover it up so that people, I remember going there one day and there were just these mud pits from these holes like that just happened from like a storm or something. And like, oh my God, there would be like 20 dogs in this mud pit. Oh my God. And just every owner there was just like, why did we come? (laughs) Oh, that sucks. It was so funny. But they do a really good job, I feel like, of maintaining that park. Yeah. Um, well, I think all the parks downtown St. Pete are yes. absolutely beautiful. Gorgeous. Hey, have you ever been to the St. Pete History Museum? No. You have to go. You know where it is, right? Yes. Okay. So um, you have to go. I've been. I would love to go with you. Yeah. So I've been. They have some super interesting things there. I would love to show you. Yeah. Um, they talk about the history of baseball in St. Petersburg. Ooh. 
they talk about the history of um, the city and its founding and the construction of the city. I need to know more about that too. You do. And (laughs) I would love to show you. But they also talk a lot about how the parks were left as parks. Yeah. You know, I think um, when I used to live in Tampa, I and we would come visit St. Pete. I always said to Jonathan, why can't they build something like this? Like parks as nice as this? In Tampa. Yeah. You know, like Bayshore. Bayshore would have been, you know, Bayshore in Tampa. That would have been a perfect place to do what they did here on Beach Drive. Where they have like a center park. Yes. I love it. But they didn't. When they constructed it, they wiped out the the grass. All the greenery. All the greenery. Put a road there so cars can drive on it. And then a small sidewalk. And then built all these big, big mansions yep. along Bayshore. And they should have added and that some could have greenery. Been, yeah, they should have left. I love how they've done that here. I like, do too. I, people have picnics out there. Yeah. I just, oh my God, when we bring Luna to the park, uh, you know, we, we drive that way when we take her to the ballpark there next door. Um, there was this cute, like people have their dogs out there. there yeah. Was, there was someone throwing a ball. Like we'll actually do that if the ballpark is taken. Cause the, this, the grass areas are so spacious. It's like, we can go out there and just kind of throw the ball with Luna and have all this space. No one's coming really near us. So we right. feel comfortable just having her kind of off leash as long as there's no one, like no cops or anything being, yeah. cause you're not really supposed to have your dog off leash out there. But like, yeah. I've seen other people do it as long as you're just careful about it. And they Have can't... you been to dog bar? Yes. What is that about? Have you been? No. I love it. No, because I assume you're supposed to bring your dogs, and for those reasons, I don't bring my dogs out. Right. I don't want Maddie to get humped, and Thatcher growls. I actually went before I got Luna because my mom had her Frenchie, has her Frenchie, Mm -hmm. and um, loves bringing her there because she's also a social dog. Is it a restaurant? It's a bar. Do they have food? I don't think they have food because there's so many dogs. Okay. Like, they don't really serve food. It's just a bar. So you can get beers or... Um, cocktails. They, cocktails. They, they can do a cocktail. Is and it outdoors, the whole thing? It's outdoors, but they have shades. Okay. Like, shades that kind of shade certain areas. I love it. I Do they have activities for the dogs? So they have, like, different things going on. Like, they have, like, a cute little pool in the back. They have, like, just tables everywhere you can bring and, like, hang out with your dog, kind of watch your dog play. Again, if your dog likes to play with other dogs. Right. But... Mine don't. Yours don't. See, my mom's Frenchie's such a socialite. Like... Yeah. Loves other dogs, loves seeing other people. Frenchies are like that, though. So, like, it's like, they don't get intimidated. They love being around new dogs and new people and just everything. Like, give me everything. Uh, So, she does great there. Um, but Luna doesn't do great there. Okay. We took her there once just to try it out. But again, it's so much stuff going on for her. It's yeah. just too much for her. And I feel like it would be the same for Maddie it's and Thatcher. It's too much for Maddie and Thatcher. But they it's so can't fun going it. there with my mom and her Frenchie because it's just so cute seeing her interact. Yeah. Like there's all types of dogs that come there. Yeah. And they have like little dog referees. That's what's great about this. And you're not allowed to bring your dog there unless it's like obviously has a shot. You have to bring your shot paperwork. Like, they don't let dogs, they don't just let any dog in there. You have to show that your dog has all of its shots and everything. Oh. So they don't have any dogs in there that aren't, you know, up to date on their shots. So that it's safe for all the dogs that come in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny, you have like, your, your dog has like a membership. 
Oh, um, I didn't know that. Oh, how cute. Yeah, and I think you just pay, it's like you pay $7 to go in there. You can also pay like a yearly thing where it's cheaper if you go all the time. Like Mm -hmm. you bring your dog there all the time. But my mom doesn't do that. She just, we don't go there that often. Right. She just pays $7. And that's only if you have a dog. If you don't have a dog, you can just walk up in there. Um, That's kind of cool. So I would go with my mom. I wouldn't have to pay anything. She would just pay $7 for Daisy to go in there. And um, they have little referees, though, that like watch the dogs. Um, so if a dog's misbehaving, you know, they'll kind of separate them and they'll kind of issue like warnings if that if your dog isn't behaving very well, they can kick you out, you know, because they want it to be a, you know, enjoyable, relaxing time. They don't want to have to like have a problem dog. Yeah. Like that's giving people issues like they'll kick them out if it's not being good. So that's why I like it, but it's just not the place for our dogs. But right. it is such a cute place if your dog's likes other dogs <laughs> yeah yeah our dogs are not that way like you know I brought Maddie one time to um, I think it was three daughters I'm not sure if it was three daughters but I think it was three daughters I've but seen dog, people bring their dogs there all the time yeah too. and you're allowed to bring your dog there and they don't they don't care you know we sat at one of the little picnic tables but you know Maddie she wants to be on my lap so it's like I don't really want to sit down and have a beer somewhere with her, with her sitting in my face too, so it's like yeah. uncomfortable yeah so it's like uh, and she's not going to stay on the floor no way no. no way you should see me driving trying to take her and Thatcher to the vet the other day driving to Tampa because I won't change their vet to me, it's like their pediatrician. I'm like, no. You know why? Because I don't want to start with all their history again. I don't want to have to explain everything to you. Dr. Ravi right. has known Maddie and Thatcher since they were newborns. That's so cute. And now they're 9 and 10 years old. And it's like, I don't want to have to give you their life story right. and start over with a new vet. It's like, how often do you bring your dog to the vet anyway? Mine go twice a year if everything's normal and healthy. But if something happens, like Thatcher with his heart right now, it's fine. I'll yeah. drive the 45 minutes. Right. It's not a big deal. See, it was the opposite for us. Because <laughs> I feel like as puppies, it's like things just kind of come up. You're getting all their shots. And then she's such a wild thing. You yeah. know, she just... She gets herself into trouble. Like, she gets hurt, and we're like, crap, let's take her in. Because yeah. we're worried parents. And, of course, that one time she got a cut on her arm. It was really serious. But it's like it's so hard because it's like we did have a favorite one, that St. Pete one. And then for the last couple months, I think that vet has been on maternity leave. And so they've been really slammed, and they can only take so many appointments. So when she hurt her arm, we had to take her to Largo Mall, that Banfield. and I don't like that one. I don't like that one. I like the doctor, actually, but it's so fucking crowded. Yeah. It gets so busy. It's right... I hate that it's at the front of the store. Yeah. Like, the one in St. Pete is at the back. Yes. So you're not getting all the Tampa traffic. one's at the back, too. Yeah, and I hate... I like. We actually like the doctor there. It's just so far from us that it's like... But that's where she was going to get all of her arm checkups because that's the guy who did it who did her arm and so we kept having to go there but we eventually wanted to switch back to St. Pete which we did it's just oh my god I felt like we were going all over though she got her spay at the one in Clearwater because they were the ones that only specialized in a spay and her gastroplexy surgery which ties her stomach to her um ties her stomach down so that it can't ever flip oh yeah yeah big dogs that happens to big dogs it happens to it's so common it's like a big killer for them and so we're 
we heard about that type of surgery. We heard that was the only Banfield in the area that had a doctor who specialized in it. And so we started taking, that was where we started taking it first, all the way to Clearwater. Then we went to Largo. Then we went to St. Oh my God, we were going all over. Yeah. No, <laughs> I don't change. But luckily Banfield keeps all their records. Yeah. So all they have to do is just transfer the file. Yeah. But I feel like we've been to every single Banfield in the area. Yeah. I really like my vet. He knows all what's going on with them. And one thing I love about Banfield is their health insurance plan. I know. You're on the wellness plan too yep. for them. Yep. I love it. Do you have her get her teeth cleaned? No. Because we do that also. <laughs> You need to get them professionally cleaned. I know. I just, I know it's so stressful. Next time we go, because she has another checkup in June, we'll do it. Yeah. We'll get them. You can get it on the plan. Yeah. Yeah, to ask them about that. We did just have them trim her nails. To get their teeth cleaned. Because her nails are black, so it's so hard to trim them because you can't tell when it's too short. The quick is. Yeah. So we just had them trim them. It was great because they're so short now and I'm like yay (laughs) we didn't have to trim them ourselves not that she's great we actually have been rubbing her paws since she was a puppy so that we could like um now she I actually will like rub her paws and she likes it as like a little like love and uh so she's fine with us trimming her nails because we were like we started doing it as puppies so that she'd be fine with it but it's just so scary because like one time we did cut it too short she was bleeding out of one of them. And we felt so bad. We were putting like, uh, what is it, cornstarch? They told you to put cornstarch to that itself. Stop the bleeding. It was so traumatic. Oh my God. One time I tried to cut Maddie's nails mm-hmm. and hers are white so you could see where the skin is. Yes. And even though I went to the clear part. Yeah, it's still blood. It. She freaked out. I've never oh. heard her scream like that before. Oh, no. It hurt her so bad. I was like, screw that. Ten bucks, add it to the grooming. Yeah. <laughs> Fine by me. Right. That's why I think Mari was like, you should have some to cut her nails. Yeah. <laughs> when I took her. <laughs> Just he, let them do it. Because he's the one that does it, not me. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want to do it. But, but um, but St. Pete's a great place to live if you um, Great dog parks have a and dog. The, the dog bar is awesome. Um, I was going to talk about the two beaches we take in Luna too, even though we don't love to do that anymore because it's a similar story with the dog park. It's just a lot going on. But um, we did like Fort DeSoto when she was a little younger. It just, it's beautiful. But the waves down there can get really big and really rough. So it's not great for swimming unless you have a very adventurous dog that's not afraid to just run into the waves. Yeah. Uh, and then that can, that place can get, Packed. We went there once. It was jam-packed. Packed. We, t- we didn't even get out of our car. We just turned around went home. Packed. It gets so busy. And so that's the only thing I, I don't like about it either is that it just, it will get slammed. Oh, yeah. my God. So one day we were like, oh, we really want to try Honeymoon Island because they have a dog park mm-hmm. or do- dog beach. And so one day we were like, let's make the drive. Let's go. And so we go. Um, of course, it was last summer. And so that was slammed. It was like. 45 minutes to get into it because you know you have to go over that bridge yeah to get into it oh my god but it was worth it because it was beautiful uh and i loved taking her there because it's so spread out the dog beach there and i felt like it wasn't as packed but the only thing i hated about it is that you're not allowed to have your dog off leash at the beach there which i think is stupid mm-hmm because Fort DeSoto allows you to have your dog off leash and it's a dog beach. You're supposed to be fine with them off leash as long. 
the th- the unspoken rule is that you're supposed to have your dog under voice command, which is like not everyone does, obviously. And then maybe they had an issue with that, and that's why they have that this rule now. But they enforce it. Like they have someone going up and down the beach enforcing it because we were like, oh, okay, that's the rule, but maybe like, you know, maybe it's just like Lassing Park where no one really says anything. Oh, no, they have someone going up and down the beach checking that everyone's on leash, and we got yelled at. <laughs> wow. And that's the only thing I hate about it is that you're at the beach with your dog. You're supposed to have them on leash the whole time, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, so that was the only thing we hated about it because Luna is great off leash. Great off leash. As long as no one's coming, you know, talking to us or like coming up to us, she's great. And, you know, we kind of know when that happens, we just sort of keep her back. Besides that, though, she doesn't bother anybody as long as no one's bothering her. Yeah. So she's awesome off leash. She listens. She comes. Like, she stays in our area. She doesn't like leaving us anyway. She's like, I don't want to leave you. <laughs> Stay right here. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so she's great off leash. So it's just so annoying that, like, that's the rule there because it was it was beautiful. It's beautiful there. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe we'll take a drive out there one day. I've never been. Go on a weekday. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go on a weekday and see what it's like. Because it was slammed. Wow. It was a little bit to get in. Yeah. Well, we were going to go to Fort DeSoto once with Dana and James. Yeah. And we were... With the dogs or just to go? No, it was just us. We were going... I can't remember why. I do like the beach on the, that the by the pier they have. Yeah. So we were going to go there. And then... Um, we turn our GPS on now. Oh, we, to get in? Yes. <gasps> it was a it was a weekend, and it said that it was going to take us two hours and forty five minutes to get to Fort DeSoto to where you park your car. Yep. And I'm like, uh, how's that possible? It's like fifteen minutes oh, from it's our about, house. It's like half an hour. Yeah, top. it's so close. So. Then Dana and James pulled up on their phone how far we were from Anna Maria Island because they have a beach house on Anna Maria Island. Yeah. Um, 30 minutes. Yeah. And we're like, okay, looks like we're going to drive to Anna Maria Island, which is uh, 25 miles away, as opposed to the four miles that Fort DeSoto is. And it's going to take three hours. Because it gets packed. If you don't get there at a certain time... There will be such a line. Yeah. Going all the way up. And it doesn't help that it's only one lane. No. Yeah. That yeah. is not helping. No. So it sucks. And then you get to that guardhouse area. And so it's a long line to get in. It is. So anyway. I always love, like, I want to take Mario's mom there to see the forts. Like, I feel like it's always cool to see the forts there. And um, I feel like she would really, really like that. Mm-hmm. But it is really pretty if you can get in. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's about everything, I think. I was trying to think if there was anything else. You know, one thing Maddie loves is the way um, the shops and restaurants or businesses put out uh, bowls of water for yes. the dogs. And some will even have like treats. And some have treats. And there's this one doctor's office, Dr. Lara, right um, in the bottom of the signature building. Yeah. Right down by where Rush Cycle is. Yes. And so Tipsy Mermaid's on one side. Rush Cycle's in the middle. Dr. Lara's on the other side. And Dr. Lara's office, they put out a jar, a plastic jar, 
full of dog treats. It's so sweet. And a bowl of water. And there's a lid on the dog treats, so they're expecting the owners to be responsible dog owners and take the lid off the jar, give your dog a treat, and put the lid back on the jar. Yeah. And every morning, Maddie wants a treat. Wants her treat. <laughs> and no matter who walks her, she will walk you. And don't even try to take her like in a Another different direction. direction. <laughs> she won't go. She'll march <laughs> in her little direction and she's going to show you where she oh goes to God. get her treat. That's She'll so walk all the cute. way over there to Dr. Lara's office for her morning treat. Yeah. I have a cute story and then we can end it. Okay. Oh my God. So we moved and we haven't been able to take Luna to the that dog park for like, it was like a month. And we just started taking her again like a week and a half ago. She used to get really excited when we would get there. Like, she would pace in the back seat back and forth to each window. Every time we'd make a turn, she'd know where we were going. She'd get so excited. What she's been doing now is on a different level of excitement. The second we get down that road when we're passing the dog park, because we just go to that ballpark next door, but she knows when we get to that, when she sees the dogs like where we're officially going yeah oh my god she starts crying oh no with excitement i have to show you the video <laughs> it's so cute oh my god she legit is just crying with excitement because she's so That's excited so cute. it's so cute She's so Today, cute. Today, she was making this high-pitched bark. She was like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> So excited. She's never done that before. Just recently that we started taking her back there. And she just gets so excited. So adorable. I wish I videoed today because it was on another level of excitement today. Like she was like literally high pitched barking because she was so excited. They're so cute. We just love our dogs so much. They're just they're our babies. I know. They're just my little angels. I love them so much. They're the best. Well, are these your first dogs? Like, did you have? Yeah. No, you've had dogs before. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love dogs. What did you have before? I didn't know this. Um. Well, I was a kid. Yes. That's what I'm, like, I was a kid. I grew up with dogs. We had, I think our first dog was a Samoid. Oh, see, for me, I don't count that because I had a lab too, but this is on another level Oh, for me. I see what you're saying. No, as an adult, these are my dogs as an adult on my own. Yeah. See, for me, it's like I grew up with my lab. He's still alive. Love him, but I just, I actually used to find him annoying. I thought he smelled I didn't like love him. This I like I expected to like love this dog, but I don't think I was prepared for like the amount of love that I have for her and the amount of anxiety and guilt I have when I leave her and like, this is why I you know what? This is why I got so upset when I had Thatcher over and you were over and I was crying. Yeah. I'm so worried about him. I'm so scared See, with and, his heart condition. And that... isn't that a different level than your dogs growing up though? Yes. Yeah. Because oh, these are like the your one, children. They're like your children. You're the one taking care of them. Yeah. You're the one paying for them. You're the one feeding them. They're your babies. And that's like, 
it's on another level for me. It's an, it is another a level. A thousand percent. Well, I think because then it's like you, the dog is almost like another sibling when, yes. you're, when you're a kid. Yes. You know, it's... Yes. Your parents take care of it. They do everything for it. Yeah. And it's, then for me too, because it was more of like my chore. Like it was I your chore. Walk, I had to walk. Walk, in. time to walk the dog. Time for you to feed the dog. It's a chore thing. Yeah. You know, like bring your little brother with you when you go out or bring your sister with you Oh no, with, with her, when you go I'm out. like... She never. This sm- is different. I don't know what it is. It's like she never smells to me. She always smells amazing. When my dog growing up used to smell to me, like all of their dogs, I feel like you know it's just not the same. I don't know what it is. It's like I did not expect to feel this way. Yeah, I was like so shocked. And Mario's had dogs before, so he wasn't shocked. But I don't think he was prepared. I had sho- how shocked I was gonna be because <laughs> so I was like, I love her. <laughs> Yeah, it's like your child. Yeah. Absolutely is. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I'm so obsessed with my little dogs. And um, when we went to the vet the other day, because of Thatcher's nose situation right now, Dr. Robbie doesn't want to give him the Bordetella. Yeah. Because the Bordetella goes in through your no- through their nose. Okay. And he doesn't want to irritate his nose anymore right now. What does the Bordetella do again? It's the thing, it's the vaccine that you yes. need to give them so you can board them, basically. Right, and you don't board them. But I'm them. like, I don't board my dogs. I'm not boarding Luna. No. You're we not, have we pay me. people to come stay at our house. You have like 10,000 people that would come watch your dogs any time of the year. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Everybody offers. Everybody's like, when you go away, please, please let me watch your dogs. Right? I'm like, yeah, I know, I know. We got a long list of people who want to come watch the dogs. Right. Yeah, so when we go away to Grenada in May, Louie's going to come stay at our house. Oh, nice. So this is one of the things I love about St. Pete is the dog friendliness of it. Yeah. Yeah, so if you come to St. Pete, bring your dogs. Your dogs will be welcome everywhere. Literally. There's literally nowhere that would turn your dog away. No. Yeah, so it's a great way to spend the day hanging out with your puppy in the city. Yeah. Yes. All righty. Well, that is it for today. If you want to follow us on Instagram, we are at Eat and Meet St. Pete Podcast. I am at Kels with nine S's underscore. (laughs) And Trace is at Tracy in Sunshine City on Instagram. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.